Hi everyone, it's Sam and Mel and this is another episode of Literature where we, you know, go off in some substances. It's a red wine kind of night, classic us, and we talk about books and give our opinions that you did not ask for. Our saucy opinions. (laughs) Our very saucy opinions. Uh, And as Mel likes to say, if you don't agree with us, you're probably just not fucked up enough. Tea. Uh, so tonight. Tonight. We're talking about. A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes. The series. The series by Sarah J. Moss. Um, it is a hot one right now. And it is not a completed series. As I'm sure hopefully everybody who knows <laughs> listening to this. Again, per usual, spoilers. Holy shit. Lots of spoilers. Don't listen if you haven't read. Listen to Indulge. Yes, absolutely. Um, so now we're just going to talk through the series and um, have bad opinions about it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and good opinions. And good opinions. I mean, we think they're good opinions, but... We think they're fantastic. So the book series right now is how many books long? One, uh, three, four, five? Sure. Either of those lengths. We don't know. There's also a new one coming. The author is not done. Um, but the first book in the series is A Court of Thorns and Roses. And as we all know, we follow Feyre, which... <laughs> wow, okay. Topic of conversation. Let's get this out of the way. Names in this series and the pronunciations. It's... I I am actually traumatized from reading it as Rizand for all the books and then hearing Rizand both from Sam and TikTok. Yep. I may never recover from that well and not just tiktok they like do the pronunciation of his name later on the book um which is i was always right Rhys no Ann. you're definitely right but it does look rysand's a sexier name uh yeah rysand is not very sexy Rizand? um also i will say that i had a similar experience with Farah. i like it now getting used to it but at first i was like that's fair or that's Farah. And also, it's way too goddamn similar to fairies. That was definitely that was definitely an issue. I think that was like why they never called her Faye, like for short, because yeah. then they called Faye like F A E. Yeah, it was just a choice. Like God forbid you 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 give a different name. It's it was not a pretty name, but it it's was a beautiful. choice. It was a choice. And now I like Feyre. But um, but yeah. Which speaking of, um, I think coming into it, I had heard great things about it, but there's definitely um a curve of when you hear that it's a a book about fairies yes um i I think it takes you a moment if you've never read a book like that i've now i've now read multiple series that have fairies in it but yeah yeah i think that that's like partly mel and i being new to the fairy world but also just i think adjusting to a new fantasy series and like the lore of it as they say and getting all of kind of the rules and consistencies down Takes a second. Takes a second. So I think for A Court of Thorns and Roses, it took me a second to kind of fully get into it and give a shit about the characters because I was still learning the whole world. And, uh, you know, the the fairies, they they are half human, half animals, some of them, which, which also hot topic is that they're apparently making a Hulu series. 
Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna say all. <laughs> I thought you were just gonna say that they're hot, like hot half human. <laughs> well, animals, also that. Fair. Also that these books are steamy. We'll get into that. But no, the Hulu series we were talking about. Like, I wonder how they're gonna make half human, half animals not cheesy looking. And the wings. The yeah. fucking wings. Yeah, I hope it's as sexy as it reads, but um. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, some some of the terminology is saying that like he roared. Yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know. That's gonna be hard to adjust to. So yep. <laughs> um, maybe we'll do a special episode out if we're still doing this when the series comes. But um, <laughs> a live reaction. <laughs> a live reaction. But we'll see. Um. So anyway, we Feyre, and she's all about protecting her family, right? And in this first book, and you know, as we progress through the series, we fall. We're supposed to fall in love with. Tamlin. Mm-hmm. Mr. Wh- Tamlin. Which I I did I did like okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit I did like him like in the first yes. book, but I did feel like they didn't know each other that well, which yeah. I mean I is something that I have to like suppress a lot of the times in books because I just understand that it's like not realistic to show every conversation and stuff. Yeah. But I did feel like there was a little bit off with him, but I didn't I didn't expect what was coming later, for sure. I also didn't see what was coming at all, honestly. But I think in a lot of ways it was the mythical version of abusive relationships, right? Where you don't see it coming. Like, you don't see what that guy is going to turn into coming. Mm -hmm. And um, I also liked him a lot at first. And it has one of our favorite romance tropes, which is the captive. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, we always we always joke about this because we're like, that's so fucked up that we fall for it every time. But also I fall for it every time. I'm like, yes, give this to me again. Fucked up and not in real life, but in book world. Great. So we were all pro Tamlin in that. And I think you get enveloped in the world and I don't know. Feyre's family treats her like kind of a piece of shit. Oh my god, yeah. At the beginning of the book, I was so... Con- I was like, why is everybody here treating her like shit? Yeah, it, it was a little odd. And also, and then she's like swept up into this fairy tale world where she has her own essentially palace to live in. You're like, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. As an aside, but also related, how much when you were little like just want that to happen to you like i know harry everybody says the harry potter like they were waiting for their hogwarts letter but genuinely i wanted any of these fantasy worlds even these worlds where terrible things were happening i was like i'm waiting for my moment to be swept up to walk into the wardrobe and be in narnia i was just gonna say even narnia i didn't even like those books i didn't even like the movies oh my god and I wanted to be in Narnia. Yeah, also tea. But again, I, I didn't, I only read, I think, the first one. And okay. I was a judgmental asshole as a kid. It's just a thing. Sure. But yeah, I wanted to be there. I think you want to get swept up. You want to be taken yeah, away. Because so. you just, you think you're fucking special. But you're not. <laughs> just kidding. You are. You're all special. Everybody's um, special. Just like we're special. Um, <laughs> but then obviously, uh, cut to, well, the best book of all. Oh my god! Just a segue, but the- yeah, the end of the end of A Court of Thorns and Roses really picks up with its like intensity and stuff. Yeah, and then which I guess we should have seen coming in hindsight, like how fast um, Tamlin and and Feyre were engaged. I feel like that's always just such a bad sign that something's gonna go wrong. Yeah, that's true. And because it's, it's just- not the fucking Little Mermaid, like they, it's not right. Yeah, right. But like a Mist and Fury, wow, <laughs> wow. Let's just talk about it because. <sighs> At the beginning, obviously, Tamlin's being overprotective of her, which 
I do like to an extent understand like you, it's a loved one and terrible things have happened and you want to watch over them and stuff. But 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 I also were big like people of choice here and we get that she was basically, you know, locked in our house and that sucks. Also, going back slightly to the end of a court, we read these so fast, I should preface so that fast. like they're kind of all one book to me, which is why we're just doing the review in general. Um but they're not. They're each their own. But what did you think, Mel, of Rhysand when you first met him? Oh, my God. It's still so weird hearing the actual pronunciation. <laughs> um, uh, what did I think? Um, do you mean at the, at the what is, yeah, cal- when, calumni? Is that yeah, what Yeah, well, like, he comes and he makes the tattoo. Um, and, again, another form of captivity, but. Oh, okay. So you mean, like, under the mountain? Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean. I knew something was up. Like, he was just too smooth, too sexy. Yeah. Um, and, like, he was doing just the right thing. Like, he was just being, like, enough of an asshole, but not really. But then he was still helping her. Yes. So I feel like it was... And, and then at the time, like, I still really did like Tamlin. So I was very much conflicted. I was like, I know what the writer's doing here. And I'm... A lot of the times I'm opposed to love triangles, which it doesn't end up being in the book. Like, yeah. she's not torn yeah. between the two of them. But, like, I, I just, I saw it coming and I was like, no, 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 no. But then later. <laughs> well, I think it, I, it's not even that I saw it coming necessarily. But when I, I mean, I did. But when I was reading it, I was like, oh, he's actually unlikable at first to me like he had his sexy smooth things at first but he was living up to his asshole persona as you know was his whole thing right that he had this like mask on or whatever and I think that because of that and because of the love for Tamlin and also not to be this way but nine times out of ten it's the first ship that happens yeah in the end yeah and so you don't want to be the idiot that like falls for the second one so also my guard was up Right? I was right. like, this is not Team Jacob, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> we are not Team Jacob. We are not Team Jacob. But in the end, in the end, oh my god, he's perfect. And I'm so glad the author made the unusual choice to make Tamlin the less kind of bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and it is a bold choice because you have, you have to be really confident in your writing skills to like dismantle the original ship that everybody's on yeah um and and get them onto another ship and have it be so much better that they don't even care or look back yeah and i think that exactly didn't even care didn't even look back also in a lot of ways she managed to not totally discredit the positives i think at times it was harsh i mean if i which again because we love reese but at times you know, Tamlin was was actually a total dick. Yeah. In the, oh, absolutely. In the yeah. later. And also, he does kind of physically hurt her. And yeah, he's like a rage. Yeah, he just has anger issues. Situation. Um, which is interesting. But, so Reese comes into the picture. He does. He, he slides onto the scene. <laughs> At the wedding. And oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I just gotta say mm-hmm. that um, the hello, favorite dar- darling, um... <gasps> Oh. gags hello Farah, darling in the best way it's just it was so i like i i wanted the happy ending and then also i didn't and so i was still like a little bit torn at that moment yeah it was still but looking back it's so damn good yeah it's so good and i think it 
is kind of perfect because he wouldn't have come if like she didn't will him to but also she didn't have to explicitly say it Mm -hmm. so in no way was she ever the bad guy which like brilliant writing choice there um but yeah so we cut and now they're together slow burn yeah but not that slow yeah actually slow burn with one of our other favorite tropes ever which is one room one bed oh yeah wow I just, we were talking about this with, we were reading the Unhoneymooners, which, pause, spoiler-ish, I guess, but, like, that that book has, like, a lot of the, the classic tropes in it, and books in general, like, I, I just love, <laughs> and that Sam's wine glass, if you're, if you're hearing it. Yep, we're getting there, we're getting there. Um, and I, I just, like, love when, um, books are kind of, they just go for it with all the tropes, because they know, they know the people want it. If you own it. It, it's it's owning your weirdness it's owning your ridiculousness in this case it's owning your predictability and therefore it kind of becomes unpredictable because right. i'm like yeah this is so obvious but um now the real question i have for you sam is yes. which chapter did you find hotter in a court of mist and fury was it a under the mountain or <laughs> Or, or sorry, The Court of Nightmares, not Under the Moon. Yes, yes, Or yes. was it, like, the chapter 54 or 55 when they finally get down and dirty in the cabin? I think it's Under the Mountain. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, the tension. The, first of all, like, I could, I not, okay, not to get graphic, but I could picture what she was wearing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I felt it, which also, there's a lot of great fan art of this, but honest, but, like, this sort of playing the part where, again, they both wanted to, but they couldn't admit they wanted to, and it was the spiciest outlet for it. When he was like, it's natural, I'm, I was unwell. <laughs> unwell. <laughs> like, in the best way. So good. Um, so yeah, I kind of think that's, and I have seen some people have that opinion, but like, it's just the tension. I mean, you know, 54, 55, whatever it yeah, is, like yeah. that is clearly the the release of the tension, but it's just still so <laughs> ripe in that throne, lap throne scene. Yeah. And I think you sort of, it's the first time where you have to face as a reader that you want them together, even if you're like not supposed to. At, in that moment, you can't fucking deny that you want that to no. happen. Everybody has jumped ship. Yeah. So, that's... That's Mist and Fury. Which that's Mist and Fury. Which is the best. Which is the best. I just think that the tension between the two of them, I think that that storyline in general, I think her seeing... Um... What? <laughs> seeing and you, Sam. I am drunk, uh, but her seeing... Uh, Resan's world, which I'm suddenly forgetting. Resan's what? I'm forgetting the name of it because I'm drunk. Um, I just didn't know if you were going to refer to a body part. I didn't know where we were going. Oh, oh, okay. Also that. Um, no, but Resan seeing hers because these books, Sarah J. Mass is all about female pleasure. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, that men, whole thing. Men was- out there, if you're listening, <laughs> if you need some, if you need some pointers. Akatar is the place to be. We highly recommend A Court of Mist and Fury and also A Court of Silver Flames, which we will get to for if you need some pointers and oh tips. God. Yes. Um, yeah, that book is great. 
Storyline, great. Steaminess, great. The Court of Mist and Fury hits all the boxes. So now we get to... Wings and Ruin. Wings and Ruin. Which is actually really... I think that's my second favorite. I think it was... I, I Gosh, I don't know. Silver Flames is, like, in a different category for me. I, like, almost don't... I, like, see it as its own story. It kind of is so its I don't, thing. So I don't know. I, I don't know where that ranks on Because a Silver Flame is definitely my second favorite. Yeah. Um, But I understand why you're saying it's, like... Right. I And I also didn't expect to like it. Because I feel like a lot of things were, like, it's so different. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, but with Wings and Fury, like... I think the the scene that sticks out the most to me is the the meeting where they that the one that Tamlin comes to and yes. just that moment where he sees her and she's the lady of the night court. Uh. Fuck him. Because he was like that doesn't exist. Fucking. Fucking. Also like Rizand feminist king. Yes, Rizand was a feminist king, consent king, he was all of the things. I think that Tamlin comes to that meeting, and that meeting where I was saying that occasionally we take Tamlin to the real dark side to make mm-hmm. sure everyone's on Team Resand. This is one of those moments. Um, he becomes a total fucking asshole. I actually gasped when he said the thing about, like, oh, does she still make that sound before she comes? I gasped. I'm gonna gasp now. Like, jaw was <laughs> on the floor. I was like, you did not just say that, sir. And, wait, this is a totally going backwards a million times over but um i loved that pharaoh was not like some virgin that they were like claiming or something which i feel like is a terrible old fashioned trope that men would write um i love that it was just entirely like we said about her pleasure but then tamlin weaponized that with the whole yep sound before she yeah yep so we hate him in that scene and honestly we kind of hate him for the rest of the time um Mm -hmm. It's hard to not hate him. It is. Even when he makes his comeback in this, well, like when he comes to the yeah, rescue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still kind of hated him. Which I think the, there's only like a couple talking points for this one because I know like the main, yeah. the main plot point is kind of the war and stuff. But the other issue we had with this, yeah. I guess, is we loved it. But at the end, we were, we didn't want any of the characters to die, but no. also it felt like more of them had to like no one died and like not all not only did no one die but people came back to life amarin yeah again amarin you seem cool you seem chill but love you, her yeah badass and honestly in whatever silver flame like i'm she's more of a human but i was okay when you died like that felt like a worthy sacrifice right i was crying but it felt like it was something we had to give up yeah it felt like someone had to go yeah but then everyone who died came back to life or didn't end up dying and it started that that was one like kind of made it feel younger i guess like yeah. more young than adult huh? which i don't know if i because an issue i had i loved the twilight series back in the day but one of the biggest issues i had with breaking dawn is at the end she got everything without having to pay yes and it felt like everything was built up in the series of things that she'd have to choose and give up and and then in the end nobody died and she didn't have to give anything up so i'm a little bit sensitive about that so at least like i had the validation from you saying that you felt that way a little bit as well yeah it reminded me very much of a couple of famous episodes of game of thrones um 
Oh. Yeah, which, not to get into that, but it just felt like I I felt like the series was so well written and was so serious that in a way we deserved consequences. Yeah. It shouldn't have been so easy and happily ever after. Um and again the war was incredible and all of the the idea about the the in the library the creature. Oh, yes, yes. Yes. Um incredible great thinking a way to sort of make the underdog take the lead and again Tamlin kind of coming back to his senses and and joining the right side but it felt like there wasn't enough payoff there and Amor and I didn't feel attached to enough to be like I felt like I felt like she was written to be killed off I'll just say it I will just say it because it was the character that you like just enough but not too much right right so that was our issues with that book yeah. But we did love it, but that's why it's not A Court right. of Mist and Fury. Right. And um, A Court of Frost and Starlight, I think everybody has a similar opinion on this. It's cute. It's cute. Um, um, does it need to be as long as it is? Maybe no. not. I think it could have been, you know, an extended epilogue. You know what's funny? Hot to scenes, me, though. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like I it's not that I don't remember but like it was so not important in my brain that I just kind of was like this shouldn't be a part of the series so it's not mm. yeah I don't know like it is it's just it was too long it felt like a yeah a like an extended one-off. epilogue you were mm-hmm. totally right it should have just been an extended epilogue and um which we might circle back to this later but on a side note how do we feel about since we've only really talked about Reese and Feyre and whatever, um, Elaine and Lucian. Okay, you know I, I ship it. Yeah. Be not necessarily because I love them together. I'm gonna have to see more, you know, more writing and, and fleshing out of the characters. Yeah. But because I don't want her with Azrael. <laughs> well, no, I don't. I yeah, I don't want her with Azrael because I want Azrael with Gwen. <laughs> yes. Okay. Which I guess transitions us to yes. A Court of Silver Flames. A Court of Silver Flames, which, like I said, I think is my second favorite, but yeah. I do understand why it's kind of its own entity. Also, if you felt like the other ones were rated R, this goes up to rated X. Oh, my um, God. Not mad about it. Not mad in the slightest. But it happens. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with you that Elaine and Lucian, I mean, at least Elaine's not with her fairy-hating whatever fiance oh no he is he is so out of the picture scum of the earth Askaban. yeah to Askaban. but um but yeah that that's a little weird because as you said it's a little under underdeveloped right now which we don't know what the next one's about so maybe we'll get there but right. court of silver flames wow <laughs> i mean i gotta really give it to to sarah j mass because i fucking hated nesta hate it hated her i was like this bitch is useless she's so mean to everyone like just give us a break and i ended up really liking her by the end yeah in fact when i was told that a court of silver flames is about her i like didn't you're upset i'm a little upset i almost didn't read it yeah because i was like i don't care about her she's she kind of sucks and she's pretty selfish and i don't care because like i said at the beginning of all of this Feyre's family treated her like shit. Shit. But after this book. 
We have sisterhood. We have a romance. We have badass female warriors. So good. We have emotional trauma. Um, mm-hmm. I, I just, I loved it. I loved, it's perfect. I loved the like warrior training. I'm going to forever think about that when I'm attempting to exercise. I'm just going <laughs> to pretend like Cassian's training me or something. If Cassian was training me, I would never leave the gym. Exactly. Um, I loved that. And I loved how she like worked in the library and was trying to get the women to sign up and yeah. kind of work through their trauma. It was so good. Well, I thought it was brilliant too, how she was like, they just they need encouragement that it's okay to do this, to be strong and whatever. It was, it was perfect. The way Nesta was like a, a hero for those who couldn't speak up for themselves and had a totally different life than her. And even though she was struggling, which again, this is one of the things I really like about this book. They're very serious about the trauma. Um, everything that Nesta goes through and stuff, they they don't disregard they add it to her backstory it becomes a part of her and because of that she becomes a champion for people who need help the scene i think sticks out the most to me besides the spicy scenes um Mm -hmm. is the one um i'm gonna get the the technical name wrong but it's like in the lake or the swamp when she comes out wearing wearing the the mask mask. that was like really good unreal also i didn't know where they were going with that like i kind of knew but i was on the edge of my seat i would say for sure and she comes up as this absolute bat who does not need the protection of the men that came to protect her no she does not no she does not and uh i loved that part and when she and gwen and they they have to come together and save each other in the yeah, end during the right uh I think was also brilliant. And it was so cool that they got to do the right. Yes. After all these pompous men. Right. They got to do it. And they developed their own sort of survival techniques in doing so. And it also we see this book. We see Nesta sort of kind of come back to the idea of Feyre and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, definitely. By the end. Oh. Feyre's storyline in this. Yeah. I. Who? Yeah. Right, because again, this is the first book she's not really, you know, pivotal to. But the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And the baby that's going to kill her. And I don't think it, I don't know why he hid it from her. Maybe that's an unpopular oh, yeah. opinion. No, I think that's one of the worst things that our, our favorite book boyfriend did. Yeah, because he's pretty perfect anyway and protecting her from it whatever 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 but like give her time to prepare she's also smart maybe she could have helped come up with a solution Mm -hmm. yeah that wasn't my that wasn't my favorite thing no oh sorry speaking of smart nesta like the the difference between feyre learning to read and then nesta being like a bookworm that's on the side (laughs) i liked i liked that contrast also the uh the the fact that nesta loves smut and this book is totally smut and like which speaking of oh oh my god (laughs) okay okay i'm glad we've had some wine for these parts we thought the Court of Nightmares was juicy. Yeah. Oh, we did. In the ca- We thought. We thought. But then we have the kitchen scene, the dinner scene, which is just so graphic. Let's just say I'm never going to hear the word seed in the same way. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sarah J. Mass loves the word seed. Loves the word seed. 
uh, I don't know, I don't know why particularly, but she lives for it. She lives for it. And therefore, kind of, I lived for it. I lived for it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I just went along with that. I'm just upset, you know, I, I don't want it to happen, but I've seen some people say that they'd like the threesome as an outtake, and I gotta get on that train. Ooh, I think I kind of have to be on the train, too. I don't need it as the major plot line. No. But but I feel like the thing is, I think Nesta would be would be super into it. She she would do it, and for I would, sure. And I'd buy it. I would buy it as not a thing for male, you know, whatever, affection. I get attention. it. Yeah, there'd be I would buy it as Nesta wanting it. Yeah. Even if, like, a lot of people were saying they wish that it was written as when she was kind of daydreaming about it, mm-hmm. that she just fleshed out the daydream or if it was oh, a yes. dream that she had, I would be happy about that. I would have been happy with that as well. It was too brief. I agree. I also, just another, when Nesta's dancing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. She just dances right to everybody's hearts. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was the cheesiest thing you have ever said, Mel. <laughs> um, I... I wish you could see her face because she knew it when she said it. But uh, Nesta did dance her way into all of our hearts. And I think what was kind of funny about that is it sort of felt really random. Uh, but also, Nesta being this, like, alluring sex goddess, I'm not I'm not mad about. Full ballerina. Full ballerina. She's just doing pirouettes on the dance floor. But, yeah, we got a lot of ideas of how Nesta was a graceful mover uh we also got a lot of ideas about how Cassian is super fucking hot yes I we were okay so we were trying to think about like fan casts that's hard for him and I don't know that's really hard but I also think that it's extra difficult I haven't seen really any good ones out there um off the top of my head I haven't either but but it's also harder for me because I think the type that would be cast as Cassian one is not that often in films yeah um but also is like not the type that I gravitate towards like sexually so I am not like on the lookout for that type of man on the regular yeah no me neither but but Rezand but Rezand I I'm eyes open eyes eyes are are always looking for a Rezand um but i but like i'm proud of you for saying it correctly thank you thank you um it 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 hurts my soul every time to be honest in every book i can't remember we were reading a book recently and i i literally texted you to make sure that my pronunciation was right because i was so traumatized about this book what book we were reading it ends with us and you were asking about ryle versus um Uh, riley riley yeah. But then at the end, you, yeah. There's yeah, a, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we won't spoil that. But, but I was saying that it's it's definitely Ryle. Yeah. But, but she checked Rye. with me. Yeah, yeah, she checked with me because Ryzen, and I was like, no, 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 I was always right on this one. Yeah. Um, But that said, I'm not always right in pronunciations, which also, funny story, my my mom thought Hermione was Hermione. That's for years because the fucking book, horrific. I know it's horrific because the movies were not out when the books like obviously yeah. first came out and she read them then and she thought it was Hermione and she heard Hermione and she was like, duh, what the fuck was I thinking? Oh God. Um, so anyway, pronunciations of names can be really traumatizing. So thanks TikTok and Thank to you. authors who spell yes, it out. Absolutely. Um, but also I think, um, generally as a comment i think how well done a court of silver flames was gives me confidence for whatever the next book is yeah to make me 
love I mean I do I do really like Lucian I just for whatever in my mind like I don't picture him as that hot but like I know that everybody's hot in this universe (laughs) so well yes everybody's hot but it is also hard to imagine the like part beast part that is hot like yeah I always had a hard time visually with what Tamlin was as well um but I think that Lucian it's hard right because he gives big best friend energy that's his whole literal that's what he is um Tamlin's best friend and also, he's kind of an outsider and yeah. not in a way that is sexy and hot and mysterious. Mm-hmm. But in just, like, he's an outsider. And I think that I'm also skeptical. It's, also, I, we should say it's not confirmed that it's about Elaine and Lucien. No, But no, it's just know. heavily rumored. And it seems likely because their story's so unfinished. Yeah. I, which leads me to. I think I think my, my point was saying that is that I think once they're all like fleshed out I will all I will love them as like I did Nesta yes and because even Elaine right now she's just so reserved <laughs> like I yeah. know she's been through a lot but sometimes when she doesn't react to people it makes me so angry I get kind of secondhand embarrassment for yeah. Elaine sometimes I don't love it she's my <laughs> no. least favorite right now but yeah. I don't it's just because we don't know her I think well and also like even though Nesta was kind of a piece of shit before like at least I had an opinion about her, and I think Elaine, I've always been like, oh, the poor girl couldn't be with her fiancé, who was a total, total asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I get, I that, that, I don't know. Anyway, I get where it could go with her, and so, I trust. So, speaking of um, where it could go... I have this theory that I've seen online. It's not my theory, for the record. I've um, never heard this. No, I haven't told Sam because I wanted to tell her while we were recording. <laughs> so somebody talked about, and also, I guess, turn this off if you don't want to hear a uh, spoiler theory. It's not confirmed, but I think that this is a pretty fucking solid theory once you hear it. So it's called the Three Sacred Mountains Theory. So there are three sisters, obviously, um, and there are three major mountains in the series and so Feyre she becomes the master of the mountain like under the mountain with uh Amarantha and then Nesta conquers Ramiel and then the third mountain is where the prison is and there's some quotes in the book where they talk about how the mountain used to be like plentiful and like where the um what are they called the uh I forget Pegasus there was like Pegasus and stuff and so part of it is talking about how like the mountain is like barren and stuff now and Elaine is a fucking gardener (gasps) and so the theory is that she's gonna like liberate the prison and conquer the third mountain I I didn't even think about the Elaine being gardener thing yeah Oh, that's really interesting. Like, and, why well, else would we spend so much fucking time talking about her gardening? <laughs> no, honestly, her gardening, again, just adds another, like, weird trait. I mean, I love gardening for people who love it. Like, it's a brilliant skill, but it just, it doesn't add a lot to her. Um, but that, mm-hmm. that's a really interesting theory. Yeah. Well, also. And they call them, th- I think they call them sister mountains in the books. Yeah. It'd be interesting, though, because it feels like Nesta would be the one to liberate the prison, based on the whole prison scene that's in but Mm, yeah with uh yes but I think they talk about I think that's part of it I haven't I should have read up more so I can have talking points I have it pulled up but um there's like when she goes to the prison in the book 
they talk about like needing that it was like a dark force and it needs to be or something well it feels like it needs light for sure yeah like they need the opposite of whatever nesta is the master of death is probably not what kind of right but i'm glad yeah. i'm glad i nesta does feel like the one to to conquer ramiel with the like illyrian warriors i agree stuff, i know? think nesta's totally gonna do it with the, that no that makes so much yeah. sense and they read with the under the mountain and all that I like this theory, and also I kind of like it to bring everyone back in more than just a one-off about Elaine and Lucian, or Elaine and Azrael, which... Nope. No, no, no. Azrael and Gwen. (laughs) Which, again, Azrael and Gwen all the way. Um, Also, back to names, is it Azrael or Azrael? Azrael or Azrael. Don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Who was Amryn shipped with? I can't remember. Mm, No, she was with... um... She's with somebody. She well, she's with from, somebody. The guy from the summer court, right? Thank you. Yes, I don't remember his name. Yes, Lucian's. Like, yeah, okay. Uh, Sorry, we didn't read this like yesterday. We read this like a month. Or yeah, so we ago. did. Which I know you would think we'd remember better, but for some reason, again, Amron in my brain kind of should have died. Um. Anyway, yes, I love that theory. I think it's more interesting than an one-off for sure about Lucian and Elaine so yeah. that would kind of tie everything together I don't know how many books are planned for the series I just know there's at least one more right yeah I think I I've seen like some people will speculate that there's going to be I mean I hope I hope it's maybe not the next book because I really need to know about Elaine but people are yeah. also saying that there might be like a, a book about more or like a novella or something which oh. I want but I just also need the story kind of yeah. full circle and I need to I know need it too. who everybody's gonna end up with same I need that to be permanent also I think that they might work in uh Feyre's child oh yeah which would be interesting I think it'd be kind of cool I mean I think Rhysand's gonna be an amazing dad I think we know oh this. yeah so I think it would be cool to kind of see them that story to him. but yeah we'll see but I guess overall, what we have to say about A Court of Thorns and Roses as a series is it's great. We love the characters, even if they have weird fucked up names sometimes. It's fucking indulgent. It's, it's, yeah. if you're looking for something to kind of get you out of a reading slump, it'll do that because it's something, like, especially when you hit, like, the second half of the first book, you, you just are sucked in. You want to know. You yeah. want to know what happens. You're invested enough in the characters emotionally. You're invested enough in the world and what happens to it. Uh, we loved it. I'm guessing other people loved it too. Yes. Uh, as always, this was our review for the night. But if uh, anyone has any requests for us, who knows? Let us know. Hit us um, up. We don't know what's Somewhere. planned next. <laughs> we literally have no idea. Uh we didn't even know we were going to record this tonight, but here we are. Here we are. All right. Signing off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, no more wine for us tonight. Okay, bye. bye.